Welcome to The Jew in You when you hit assignment. Parashas Masait discusses some of the laws around someone who has killed accidentally. So someone who is guilty of manslaughter. He killed but it was by accident. So such a person, he needs to flee to one of the cities of refuge, the Arimiklot, um, where he stays until the Kohen Gadol dies. The pasuk of this is in Perek Lamed Hay, Pasuk Chav Ches, Yeshiv Anmos HaKohen HaGadol, so he shall remain in the city of refuge until the Kohen Gadol dies. And only after the Kohen Gadol has died, may the murderer return to the land which is his possession. There were six main Arimiklot, with three on the east side of the Jordan, and then another three in mainland Eretisra. Rashi explains that although Moshe Rabbeinu helped establish those first three cities, they weren't operational as Arimiklot until the other three in mainland Eretisra'al were all captured and then established, and which took a total of 14 years. The Meshe Chachma points out that this leaves a bit of a loophole. Because during those first 14 years, before all of the Arimiklot had been established, someone could have accidentally killed someone and wouldn't have had to run away to any of these cities. They wouldn't have had to run away and only stay in those cities until the Kohen Godel had died. So why is this? There's an idea in behavioral science known as the possibility effect. The possibility effect is where if there's even a small chance of something happening, we ascribe quite a lot of weight and importance to that sliver of hope. In a similar way, the Meshachachim explains that this is kind of what is going on with the Arimiklot. The person who kills goes free with the death of the Kohen Gadol, and there's always a small chance that the Kohen Gadol could die, it could happen any day. And it's this sliver of hope which keeps the Ruteach, the person who is killed, this is what keeps him going. The first friend Godal after Aaron was his son Elazar. And Elazar was also tasked with dividing Eretz Israel once it had been captured. And so he was in effect guaranteed to live out all of those years until the land had been captured and divided. Explains the Meshe Chachma. Were the Aramiklat to be used straight away, the person who accidentally killed would have no daily hope of thieving, because there was a guarantee that Elazar would stay alive until the land would be captured and divided. And so the Torah considers that to live this way without any daily hope is not considered living. And though someone who's killed accidentally, he does have some sort of culpability for his actions. But to exile him to the Aramitlat, where he has no chance of early release, that will be too harsh of a punishment. Hope plays an important role in Yiddishkeit. In the 12th of the Anima Amins, we say, Anima Amin Minoshlima, I believe with complete faith, in the coming of even though he may delay, nevertheless, I anticipate every day, every day I have this, this daily hope that he will come, there's this possibility, every single day there's a possibility that he will come. And perhaps it's this daily hope that keeps Klan Yisrael going forward, hope for, for better times. Um, and then, even even when things are difficult, we even though we hope for better times, at the same time, when things are difficult, as my Rebbe Yitzchak Berkowitz has explained, even when things are difficult, this is exactly what Hashem wants. Have a great Shabbos.